And that was Treat You Better, the Ashworth remix by Sean Mendez, because that's his album we're talking about today. But before that, it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome back to another Pop Talk podcast. Woo. So before we get started, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Send us comments. Someone actually sent me a really nice comment the other day, and it made my entire weekend. So comments are nice. So mm -hmm. let us know. Mm -hmm. And then also make sure you are following us on social media. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at Pop Talk. And then my Twitter that you can follow me at is at Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y. And my Twitter is Kells, K-E-K-E-L-L. -L. <laughs> I don't know why I can't spell. And then <laughs> six S's and then one, two, seven, six. And like always, if you cannot remember, those things will be down in the description for you. All right, Kaylee, mm -hmm. let's get started okay. with our Billboard Hot 100 because we're actually getting some new things. Yeah, very surprising. I mean, good, but surprising. So, number 10 is their debut on the top 10 Billboard. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fake Love. Fake B Love. BTS. Yes, and also, shout out to BTS. Because they also have the number one album mm -hmm. in the country. And I think that's the first time that a Korean or a K-pop artist has ever done that. So shout out to BTS for having a top ten and a number one album. I told you we were not prepared. <laughs> they are coming to take over. And When did they perform at the Grammys, right? Or when no, they, they performed at the American Music Awards. Oh, okay. That's right. No. Um, number nine is No Tears Left to Cry, Ariana. So I had... I, I normally never have... A quick story. I normally never have radio dilemma, mainly because I don't listen to the radio that much. But when I was driving back from picking up the kids today, the No Tears Left to Cry came on one station. Mm -hmm. And then One Kiss, Calvin Harris, Dua Lipa, came, was on the oh, other station. And I did not know what to choose. I know. And so I kept going back and forth. And then when No Tears Left to Cry was over... I like went back to see if One Kiss was still on, and One Kiss was still like in the middle of the song, and I said, "Wow, this song is pretty long," which I never knew. So I was like, I didn't really didn't know what to do. I was like, "Man, I mean, I like Ariana in this song, but Calvin's my dude." Like, oh, oh, One Kiss is a, I got no tears I took One Kiss is a, <laughs> picking it up. <laughs> I'm actually starting to really like No Tears Left to Cry. It's like yeah, it it's it, it's got me. Yeah, it grew. But that dilemma. Yeah. Where it's like Ed Sheeran. Every time an Ed Sheeran song comes on, I go to. It's usually in the morning. Yeah. I go to 103 Jams and listen to their interview for like 20 minutes, and then I come back to the station, and Ed Sheeran is still on. And I'm like, how long can you make a song, bro? <laughs> Perfect. Yes. It's such a long song. I have a version. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's so long. So this is not. A debut in the top ten, but "Boot Up" by Ella May is number eight in the top ten. She's British. Oh, I didn't know she was British. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, I saw the because Billboard didn't update their list until later on in the day. Yeah, for the memorial. Oh, oh, 
where they were behind because everyone was off. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, shout out to Memorial Day. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything. I was in a catastrophic flood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, I'm sure it was national news. Everyone should know the flood that happened in Maryland. Kaylee was there. I was there. I was in the town next to... We had gone up there for a little mini vacation. And I was in a hotel five minutes away from the city that got destroyed. But we were in it. Like, it rained six hours straight. Thunder, lightning, everything. So I made it. She made it. I made it back. Um, and that's about three hours, three, four hours away from here. So there's a lot of driving. <laughs> but anyways, um, so they were late with the list today. And sorry, um, I have a really bad cough, so I am chewing on a cough, cough syrup. She's pain. like pink from uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I watched the video because I was like, well, I need to write my list. So oh, I just, Buddha. Yeah. Okay. So, well, no, I didn't watch the video for Buddha. I oh. watched the Billboard video oh, yes, of the yes, top yes. ten. So convenient, right? I mean, and um, I don't really remember how it sounds, but, I mean, good for her. Yeah, I, I mean, I know a lot of people have been talking about it on Twitter that I've seen. Mm -hmm. I did listen to it last week when it was kind of rising. Mm-hmm. And I'm... It's a good song. Yeah. I didn't think it was anything. Yeah, I agree. To go crazy about, but you know, shout out to her. Um, meant to be is number seven. Boring. Number six <laughs> is. I'm just. Oh. I just really thought she was gonna get that number one, but you know what? She ruined it when she said she paved the way. <laughs> <laughs> because because she paved the way for country. Yes, country pop. pop. That's right, BB. Okay. Let them know. <laughs> so going from number 49 to number 6 is Yes Indeed, Little Baby and Drake. Yeah, that's Little Baby's first top 10 and Drake's like 50,000. Oh yeah, he just the tied with Elvis. <gasps> which, which is so funny. I, oh, he did? He tied with Elvis for, for 20, he has 26 I think now. Oh nice. Like, and then it goes, Madonna has the most with 38. Madonna. And then it goes, and then it goes down... I forget the other list, but I know Madonna's first, and then Drake and Elvis are now tied. Oh, okay. So, actually, when I did look at this list, and I saw that Look Alive finally oh, got to the top that. ten. <laughs> I, I mean, say. months and months after I predicted it would, just to be replaced by another Drake song, though. If it has Drake on the it, The Power I mean, of Drake. Can you please explain? It's a huge feud. Can you explain it to me? I don't know when that started. Okay. I just it just came so up. I don't know. I don't know. Like the whole thing, but it's been going on for quite a bit of time. But the kind of recent thing that that has come up is, um, you know, there was big allegations uh, a few months ago about Drake having a ghostwriter writing his songs mm -hmm. because like a video had come out of someone rapping. The entirety, no, no, maybe it was the, um, not a video, maybe it was the, the, um, demo track oh. of someone rapping the whole song, right? Which is weird for, like, a hip-hop artist mm -hmm. to kind of have that. And so, Pusha T on his album that just came out, Daytona, which is actually pretty good. I do like it. It's seven songs produced entirely by Kanye West, mm. because Pusha T is on his label, and... Speaking of, I think Kanye's album is coming out 
next week, I believe. Oh, good lord. I think. But yeah. And so there's a song called Infrared, and Pusha T talks about, you know, Drake having a ghostwriter on that song. So then Drake put out a song, or, yeah, a song called uh, Duppy Freestyle, and he, you know, takes shots at Pusha T and Kanye on that song. And I actually do like that song a lot. Um, and so then he says some other stuff. I think he brought up Pusha T's fiance, mm. and then Pusha T was like, oh no, we're not having all of that. So then Pusha T put out another song, I think it was today, this morning, as of the morning like, we're Adidon, recording this right? podcast. Yeah, the story of Adion or however <coughs> the name, mm-hmm. which he was talking about. Apparently, Drake has a son that no one knows about and that he used to do blackface back in the day. But and, those pictures are real. Yeah, I know. Oh. I was like, Drake, ooh. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and then some other stuff. He also made a joke about uh, Drake's like producer, 40, about he has like some type of back... Thing. It's not like scoliosis. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I thought that was unnecessary and uncalled for because that's not like a joke mm-hmm. um, to make fun of somebody's like condition, especially on the day today. The day this today when the song came out, it was I don't remember what it's called, but it was the national awareness for that specific mm-hmm. condition that he has. Dea said, "Wow, did you do that? Did you do that on purpose? Because that's messed up." But yeah, so now there's this you know ongoing little feud between them and I don't know as of yet if Drake has come back with another response but Drake is trying to put out his album so um it's still gonna do good I wouldn't try not to be concerned but I don't know that that baby thing I was kind of shook I was like <laughs> oh so wait Drake I need to know now where's this kid mm-hmm. is, is he real is he making this up and like, did you name him Jimmy <laughs> did you name him Jimmy <laughs> so yeah so that's kind of what's happening um uh, with that okay that clears it up. None. But anyways. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So, number five is... Baby. The middle. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? The top five really didn't change. It just, like, something's changed position. Yeah. Number four is Psycho. Number three is God's Plan. So, Psycho came on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was yesterday. And I had to immediately change the station. Not because... I was like, oh, Post Malone, because the first line or the second line is talking about Coke, and I was like, I have children uh-huh. <laughs> that are five years old, all right, <laughs> changing the song. The soda? No. Like, no, dear. Um, Mr. Shane, I want Coke. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. no you don't. Maybe when you're older. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your parents first. <laughs> Number two is This is America. This is America. Number, and then number one is Nice For What. I watched the music... Okay, so... Oh, yeah. I watched the music video because, you know, I'm trying to slowly get it back on my music video game. Mm-hmm. And I really liked... I liked the music video. I liked that it was very... Yeah, it had everybody in it. Yeah, and, like, very woman... Uh, you know, strong woman empowerment and what... Because that's also what the song deals with, too. So I like that song a lot. I like that song more than I like God's Plan. I have not listened to the whole thing. I only saw, like, the snippet. Mm-hmm. In the Billboard video? It has a better... Beat? It's a better feel, like a better mm. vibe mm. Um, for me. Honestly, I... the Lauren Hill sample, too, that helps. Oh. Okay. I 
So I have this as a rising track, mm -hmm. love-wise. It went from yeah. 47 to 36. Normani's first top 40 hit. Woo! I'm honestly surprised it's not higher. I'm honestly surprised it wasn't oh. in the top 10. Oh, really? No, yeah. it's, it's building at radio. I've got a I heard it twice in like the past two days. Great. It's good. Hopefully you start hearing it more mm -hmm. this summer. Or yeah, the next coming weeks. Let's get Normani a top 20, guys. Mm -hmm. Stream Love Lies. Buy Love Lies. Yes. But yeah, so that was the top 10. So Rising Track. I also have that one as well. Uh, Khalid and Normani, Love mm -hmm. Lies. But I like it by Cardi B, oh, yeah. Bad Bunny, and J Balvin, which J Balvin, you made you had a missed opportunity. His album, I think, came out last week, and Migente, or Migente, I learned how to say it. It's Migente, not Migente. Migente. Sorry, Spanish people. <laughs> he didn't put the Beyonce one on there. <coughs> not even on the bonus track. What? I said that was such a missed opportunity. That was the... What was the point? That was the only reason why it got on the radio. What was the... Right? What was the point? <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, yeah, so uh, I like it. Which the music video just came out. Did you like it? Did you like it? Did I... <laughs> um, I did. I thought maybe it could have had a little more... <sighs> I think... I think I know what you're trying to say. Like... I wish it was more... Not, like... I wish, I wish, first of all, I wish she wasn't doing things pregnant. Like Yeah, she was seven months pregnant in some of those shots, is what she said. Yeah. Can we maybe just wait? I can wait. Yeah. Put it out she later. Said, I can't wait. <laughs> like, I understand you want to, like, you're famous now, I get it, but I, I can wait for you to be, like, in a super sexy outfit. Yeah. Like, and doing also, the bachata. You didn't have to rush the video. It's not Thank like you, you didn't just put out the be careful video last week yeah seriously and and i think that kind of made it suffer because she was trying she was wearing things that she could wear yeah you know like she wasn't wearing like bodak yellow outfits yeah. which were amazing mm -hmm. i mean i'm just talking about the clothes but yeah. it kind of like added it, into it like but it. she did try with that two-piece thing yeah. that she was wearing i wish that the video i don't i wish i had a I know. Comparison to draw it to. But I wish it was more culture-based. Yeah. Like, I wish we could see, like, on the, on the streets and, mm -hmm. like, you could see random, like, people riding across on their bicycles or something and like, having, like, a fiesta and a party. There were some of those things in there, but I kind of wish it was more. But it did look fun. I did, like, um, the energy of the video. I just wish that it had more, maybe even, not necessarily <coughs> more of a story, mm -hmm. but just, I wish, yeah, like, I just wish we could see more of, like, that, that culture. Even if it was, like, the Dominican culture where she comes from, I wish we could have seen more Oh yeah. that. But yeah, that song went from 21 to 19, so that's in the top 20. And mm -hmm. she, she also, Cardi B, has... Be careful. Am I the only person that didn't realize that finesse went away a long time ago? <laughs> I just oh. realized. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm sure we, we mentioned it, but I just realized. I'm like, oh, finesse. I haven't seen finesse anywhere. I still hear it, but. Mm hmm. Um, Hard to say. Yeah, but Be Careful, also by Cardi B, went from 23 to 16. So both the music videos for that definitely help with the boost. And then uh, the song I've been rooting for for a while, even though I'm kind of getting annoyed with it now, uh, Friends by Marshmallow and oh. Anne Marie. Went from 16 to 11, so really close to the top 10. I would like to see you go top 10, but I'm also like, 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I'm starting to get to that point where I start to change the station if it comes on the radio. I'm just like, okay, I have far hour and yes, I can, <laughs> I can spell, thank you. Four, yeah. five, six thousand times I gotta hear this right. song. Um, but yeah, did you have any other rising tracks? No, I just had love, because when I think of a rising yeah. track, I think of like a big job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I do too. All right, That's so right. yeah, so that was our Billboard Hot 100. So now we are going to get into our album, our album of the week, Sean Mendez's third studio album, self-titled Sean Mendez. And uh, I forgot exactly why he said he's self-titled. This I always hold self-titled albums to a higher <laughs> standard because you know. You're saying that this is you. You only get one chance mm -hmm. to self-title your album. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, so yeah, so we're going to talk about how we feel that this album fared. So, the first song on the album is In My Blood, the single. Mm -hmm. I said that, I mean, I've heard it a million times, so, like, I said Broody. You have? Yeah. You listen to Shawn Mendes like that? I mean, when it's on the radio. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. You know, Shawn Mendes owns the radio. Seriously. According to Selena Gomez's mom, Shawn oh. Mendes and Charlie Poof, which, <laughs> which is still not a lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I said Broody, different from his previous stuff to me. So when he put this out, I was yes. like, okay, that's different. Mm -hmm. That's not stages, mercy, you know? Like. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. And I said that... I really relate to this song when I was at really low points in my life, because I understand Sean. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't <laughs> think I was... Well, no. Never mind. I was going to say, I don't think I was ever on like, the bathroom floor, but no, I was. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love the verses a lot in this song. Mm -hmm. um, I just love like the melody of them, and I love just the more sort of mature approach. I said the song's a very mature turn for him as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, especially at this age in his life, even though this is a time, or, or even though this is a time in people's lives where they do kind of go through this stuff, mm -hmm. but maybe don't have necessarily the confidence to talk about it, especially in such an honest way that this song does. So I said good for him for being so honest with the song. And a part that I really liked that I kind of just started noticing was that there's this really, like, this drum beat that I think what helps it perform well on mm -hmm. the radio because it gives it this nice build-up and it, like, drives the song forward, which is the things I look for the most in a song. I like songs to, like, move because mm -hmm. they don't move. I'm like, all right, this is boring. But, yeah, and I think the Kings of Leon feel in the chorus is very, very noticeable. Mm -hmm. Like, it definitely, that, that, dun, 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 sounds very much like you, somebody. Yeah. Like, very much. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a sample. Well. I'm checking. There's a lot of songs on here that I went, that sounds like a song. No, there's one song, when we get to it, I said, like, my only notes for it, I said, this sounds like something. I said, the intro sounds so familiar. I said, wait, this whole song sounds so familiar. What does this song it sound It better like? be the song I also said that for. If it is, then Sean Mendez, we got questions. We got question. <laughs> Sean? Question. Sean, question. <laughs> okay, so the second song on the album is called Nervous. Mm -hmm. I said that I like that he is singing so articula articulately. Mm -hmm. Articular. Um, very clear. 
Um, and I said, see, his falsetto-y voice isn't whiny. It's full. I knew we were going to talk it's about It's full. It's not... It's it's better. Um, <laughs> I said, upbeat. Can see this being. I can see this being on the radio. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. I said that a lot of people say this sounds like "Bad Liar" by <clears throat> Selena Gomez. I've heard a lot of people say that, and I mean, eh. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can actually <laughs> hear the resemblance, maybe, but. It's because Julia Michaels actually co-wrote the song, mm. and she writes a lot of songs with Selena Gomez since her revival album, a la Hands to Myself, which is my favorite song by Selena. And yeah, I said, I said Sean, well, I said Sean has been using his falsetto, but that's, I wrote this after I've listened to the album a few times, but I said, yeah, Sean, his falsetto uses... a. He uses his falsetto a lot on the album, and I think it sounds really great. And that's something he's never really done that much in his previous stuff. Not that I've known. I'm not a super Shawn Mendes mm -hmm. fanboy, so if he has done that quite a bit before, I apologize. But maybe I didn't notice because it, did, it didn't sound this good. Mm -hmm. But so the chorus has a nice funky vibe to it and I think the verses paint a very nice story of that feeling of being nervous when you're around the person that you really like and I really I really relate to this song a lot and I also love that it has this kind of call and response to the chorus like you know I get a little bit I get a little bit hmm? yeah so I kind of like that because as a person who likes to sing all the parts in songs hmm? I like <laughs> I like singing both parts, so that's kind of cool, too. Yeah, and I do like, I like that it's, um, it's, like, upbeat and mm -hmm. almost kind of, I don't want to say dancey, but you can, like, you know, you For can sure. groove to it. There we go. Yeah. So, track number three is called Lost in Japan, and this was also the song he had put out with In My Blood at the same time. We got both of those songs on the same day. Yep. So, yeah, Lost in Japan. I said that this song is confusing. I said, has he loved a girl from Japan? Has been to Japan? Um, is Japan? I don't know. Is Japan? I said that this sounds like a Justin Timberlake song. Glad you said that. And I said, it's interesting how the track before sounds a little similar. Because I did listen to this in order. Mm -hmm. so oh, yay. It kind of... I'm, I'm clapping because Kaylee doesn't used to do that. I, doesn't, I don't. <laughs> but I made sure this time. Um, but it, it, they both kind of sound similar, mm -hmm. but, and then I, and then I wrote funky, but those were my notes. I said that I love, well, I didn't say, I, didn't say I love, <laughs> I said the piano, that, that kind of piano intro adds to me like a nice film-esque mm -hmm. element to the song before kicking into this really nice groovy bass line. Like, I can see a music video mm -hmm. from that song. You know, you just take the plane flying over. You see Shawn Mendes, like, in a nice <laughs> suit, getting mm -hmm. off of the airport with his briefcase, going to see his lover, and like, in the city lights, and when it kicks into the groove, then he's in, like, his limo because he's rich. And then, yeah, so... Shane McCaddy directing music videos? Yes, please call me. <laughs> I, honestly, though, I... That is a dream. I would love to direct music videos because I see it. Mm -hmm. um, I love that Sean has been adding 
more styles and more yes more styles to his music this time around because it was you know very baby Ed Sheeran kind of all the time. Now it's okay. baby Justin. I literally <laughs> almost yeah. put Justin Timberlake album on yeah. here. No, I said the the refrain. <coughs> Let's get lost tonight. Mm-hmm. Let's get lost tonight. Is very Justin Timberlake circa the Justified era. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you also mm-hmm. had picked that up. But yeah, um, yeah, I like. Yeah, I was. The, my, my favorite part of the song is that it's just, it's very, very groovy, and I like too that I. Well, I say this. I think I say this in my overall notes, but he. I feel like the way he's singing on this album is different than how he's sang like before. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's don't more really mature. Know how to yeah, I don't know how to. That's probably it. It's and it's more like laid back mm-hmm. and not as. I know I can treat you better. It's not like he's trying to like scream at a girl. It's yes. more like I'm trying to woo my girl. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I like that uh, vibe that he has going on with the album. Which, the next song, track number four, Where Were You in the Morning? I almost said, When Were You mm-hmm. in the Morning? Like, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, Where Were You in the Morning? Um, so, I said that it has a nice contemporary beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did zone out during the song, because it, it does kind of have that quality to it, because it does kind of, like, just go... Where were you in the morning? But then I said, the first thing I wrote down... This song sounded Justin Timberlake so hard. Like, really, honestly, he could have just sang the song. Really? Why do you think yes. it sounded Justin Timberlake? Um, I didn't get that. That's just song. what I wrote down when I, when I listened to the song. I can't remember how You don't remember, like, what part made you... Mm, I think it was just, like, the choruses, maybe? I don't. I can't remember. But I had to have thought it if yeah. I wrote it down. Hmm. Interesting. I have to listen back to that. This whole album. I mean, oh, I'll say it later. Um. So I said on this song, I like the chill guitar strum that it has going on through the song, and his voice. I said his voice sounds really silky and smooth in the chorus. Mm-hmm. And I'm. I'm. I think I talk a lot about Sean's voice in my notes because, like I said, last podcast or. Billboard Music Awards podcast, which if you have not listened, check that episode out. A lot of people have actually said, well, not a lot of people, a few people have said that that episode is their favorite one, and they think it's a very enjoyable episode, so thank you so much. But his voice has really kind of stood out to me a lot on mm-hmm. this particular album, mm-hmm. so I talk about his voice a lot. But yeah, it sounds really silky and smooth <laughs> in the chorus with his falsetto. <coughs> and I said, Sean, okay. I said, Sean having sex is weird, but interesting to see him kind of move into that direction because <laughs> I, we, I mean, like, you made stitches. Like, you know what I mean? You're talking yeah. about, if I'm not without your kisses, I'm going to be needing stitches. And now you're over here like, where were you in the morning? Like, whoa. <laughs> Sean, wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, I said the instrumental, I said the instrumental fade out that it has, I said I wrote down that it gives the song a mature musician feel. That's not what I meant. I I mean, <laughs> I what think, did you mean? Like it gives it. 
like a, a more mature atmosphere, mm-hmm. I think, to sort of like go out to. But I do wish that it was a little longer, like the sort of outro, which is kind of float out and mm-hmm. maybe faded out into the next song. So that would have been kind of cool. But this one, and this is the only song I feel like I said this about, the lyrics left much to be desired from me. I didn't feel I, mm-hmm. there was much to the lyrics for this one. I kind of wish you were a little more specific, not saying that we need to find out who this person is. Like, who is it, Sean? Who left you in the morning? Yeah. But I just kind of wish it was not as general. Could you? He said something about in the morning eating breakfast. I'm like, I don't care about what you're eating for breakfast. <laughs> like, I need you to tell me what's going on. But, yeah. Okay, so track five, we have Like to Be You featuring Julia Michaels. Um, first thing I asked, aren't you 18? Who are you going to bed mad with? Like, what are you doing? Like, aren't you... Who? Like, seriously. And then I said... Well, you said this about the Julia Michaels song? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he's like, I'm going to... I don't want to go to bed this way. And I'm like... Who are you going to bed with, first of all? And then why are you going to bed mad? Like, what do you have to talk about? Like, you ate my Fruit Loops? Like, I don't understand. But I said, I feel... I said, I feel Julia's voice sounds really good and it fits with the song. Mm -hmm. And I said that I... Oh, and then I said, it's really nice Starbucks music. And then I said, I like... And then I said that I liked the duo. I liked the simplicity of them just singing. Yes. Like, it wasn't overly produced. Mm -hmm. It was just them singing, but their voices sounded really good together. Yeah, I said I like the guitar plucks that the song has. Mm -hmm. And I said the verses are really, really good lyrically, and so are the melody. I wish I could give you a rendition, but just listen to the song. Um, <laughs> go to I, Snapchat. And same thing like Kaylee. Yeah, go to Snapchat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did do a Snapchat. Um, but that was the chorus. But yeah. Um, I, the same thing as Kaylee. I love their voices together mm-hmm. on this song. They just like really, really fit. They do. And I love the message of really wanting to get to know someone like, to that type of extreme where you have to feel like you have to write a song about it because they say, I don't know what it's like, but I'm dying to. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what it's like. Well, I think I have known what it's like to be, like, dying to want to know mm-hmm. um, someone. And same thing Kayla said, too. The song is so simple, and mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's a very nice good. little... And it's only two minutes and 30 seconds. It's just <laughs> a nice little... Jimmy Jam. I don't know what it's like to be you. Yeah, and then, so, just a quick note about Julia Michaels. My entire life, since she put out issues, I swore that she was 27, 28 years no, old. No, she's, like, 13. She's 24. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I found that out the other day. I said, we're the same, I'm the same age as Julia Michaels. I really was like, oh, she's almost 30. <laughs> I said, why is she singing all these Kitty Bop songs? I was like, oh. And you were like, what am I doing? Makes sense now. Makes a lot of sense. But that also, this song kind of reminded me, or made me remember the Maroon 5 song that she did. Mm-hmm. Helped me out, because it kind of has that sort of vibe. Just this one's a lot more simple. And so, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Julia Michaels. I kind of starting to like when you work with other people. But your own songs, I don't know. 
They got issues. <laughs> they got issues. Oh. All right, so number six is Fallen All in You. Um, I didn't have very much. Like, I, I was doing stuff while I was listening. So I said, I can see this being a single. I like the melodies and the voice overlaps that mm-hmm. happened in the song. But that was all I could I could type before I had to do something. <laughs> I said, the Ed Sheeran effect is so obvious that Ed Sheeran from the first album, because Ed Sheeran co-wrote this song. Fun fact. I said, yep. When I found that out, I said, great. It's, no wonder. It sounds just like him. Mm-hmm. And I love the lyric, be my summer in a winter day love. You know, just having someone to warm you when it's cold. Mm-hmm. I like that. And when the bass, and I think this too is what, he said you, you can see it being a single. Yeah, I think the same thing. Because when the bass comes in in the chorus, it has that instant sing-along mm-hmm. uh, feel to it. And I said, these falsetto choruses, because almost every chorus yes. is like in falsetto, but they sound really nice. Yeah. And then, too, you said the overlapping of vocals. Yeah. I said, I love the oohs and the background vocals on the pre-chorus are really nice. Mm-hmm. And the song gives me a very, yeah, the song gives me a very warm, loving feeling, which is nice because not many songs on this album like made me feel something this mm-hmm. one I was like I feel very warm listening to this song mm-hmm. and then the lyric there's no safety net that's underneath I said wow I would love to find a love like this where I don't feel like there needs to be a safety net mm-hmm. underneath us so yeah so yeah I really like uh, falling all in you so number seven is particular taste okay so this is just, this is the process that I, I wrote down I said Sounds almost like Cake by the Ocean. Also, and then I said, also sounds like, because there's like a dum, 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 Oh, dum. okay. I didn't know you were talking, like, production-wise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, really? And then it also sounds like another song I can't place. So I just really started listening. I was trying to figure it out. And then I, all in all caps, I go, hands to myself. It the production also sounds like hands to myself. Oh, and the two. She's got particular can't keep my head. Did Julia Michaels fart? <laughs> but I did say he sounded good on this track, but it sounds like two different songs. One is, one is Kanye. The song called Particular Taste. No, Ryan Tedder did this song. That means nothing. <laughs> you don't know Ryan Tedder songs by now? He wrote Halo by Beyonce. Um, <laughs> I gotta get him tattooed on my arm now. I mean. Right. I think you wrote Tattoo by Jordan Sparks. Good lord! No, no, that was Nia. Never mind. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I said, okay, Kanye reference was kind of random because when he said she only dances to Kanye, the, my first mm-hmm. my first thought was she dances to Gold Digger. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what other song? What is she dancing to? Heartless. She dancing to what? Jesus. Like, that's right. Um, she danced into Famous, but, um, he, the lyric he also has, too, in the first verse, you'll be begging her for mercy. I said, yes, reference your last Oh, album. yes. I, I said, reference yeah. it. I love references. I don't know if that was a reference, but the other song literally is... Mercy. Begging you for mercy. <laughs> so that's a reference. But, ooh. What if it's the same girl? Buddy. 
What do you mean? Like from Mercy. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Sean, let us know. Sean? Sean? Question. Sean. Question. Sean. <laughs> yeah, and I said the the snaps in the production on this one like really knocks like um like mm-hmm. the you know the I don't know the word, the but beat? John, yeah, you know what I'm trying to but it's not necessarily the beat. I'm not trying to like describe it just the tempo? Uh-huh. No. I don't know. Listen to the song. I figured it out. <laughs> Listen to the song, you know what I'm saying. It really <laughs> knocks. Um, and, oh yeah, and then the lyric, she goes right for the face. That was really cringy to me. I know what you're trying to say, but you didn't have to say it like that. Mm. You could have just said, she kissed me. Like, mm. You didn't have mm. to say it. She goes right That's for the face. That's not what I thought. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, so, no, just you saying it, that's what I think. I, did, I mean, I don't remember because it. Because he says... <laughs> Excuse me. Um, at my place, she's got particular taste. Yeah, she's so obsessed with the chase. Yeah, she doesn't waste time on conversations. Mm. No, she just goes right for the face. Okay. So she's like, no. Oh. I'm like, okay, chill out. But yeah. And I said Sean Mendez has good harmonies mm. on his pre-choruses that I actually really, really enjoy. And yeah, the song grooves. I like that. Mm-hmm. So track number eight is Why. Um, this was, I said, like the intro, I like the nice riff in the middle, like the guitar riff, kind of. Yeah, the instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I said, easy listening. Um, and then that's when I, it kind of like dozed off, but it was such easy listening that I couldn't like, I couldn't yeah. concentrate. It was, yeah, I gotcha. Um, this, so, I saw a lot of people on Twitter that think this song is about Camila. Mm-hmm. And then I said, then when I was I was trying to figure out why, no pun intended, <laughs> and it's because of the second verse that I think people think that. And the second verse goes, when I hear you sing, it gets hard to breathe. Oh, there is an ad playing, why? Oh, oh gosh. Copyright. I know, right? Um... When I hear you sing, it gets hard to breathe. Can't help but think every song's about me. And every line, every word that I write, you are the muse in the back of my mind. And, you know, Sean mm. has always... They both have talked about how they share music with each other. And they go back, I think, forth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she just put out an album. He's probably thinking the songs are about her. The songs are about him. And I said, so me kind of feeding into, like, what people are saying... I can sort of see that, but no, people. Mm-hmm. Camila and Sean are not a thing. She's dating someone much older than her. Is she? Yeah. Who's that that um, relationship coach dude, Matthew Hussey. You don't know him? I, look, if I looked him up. Yeah, look him up. Okay. You know. You know I, oh, I'm sure I do. You should probably do. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I like the lyric, why, why can't we just get over ourselves? I said, that's so true, Sean. Um, yeah, the instrumental break has a very nice vibe, same thing that Kaylee said, and then when he came back after that part with the vocoder, the vocoder chorus harmony, mm-hmm. I really like that too, and then the drums really knocked on that one too. I said, I see you, musician Sean, because I think that that last chorus has a lot of musicianship in it, so I really like that. Nice. Yeah, I um, don't know who this is. However, I've seen his YouTube videos oh. about like relationship advice. And but it doesn't say he's dating her. Oh, because they're keeping it on the low. Oh. We all know, girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> we all know. We saw y'all kissing. Ooh. Um, he's 30. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I like older men. Austin Mahone was enough for me. <laughs> Austin Mahone? <laughs> no, no. Shout out to Austin Mahone. R.I.P. <laughs> and he's still out here. Still haven't put out his album, but he's out here. I still... I always uh, thought he was cutie. I, I, I was a fan from... I watched... Same thing like Justin Bieber, not to compare, but I watched him from the YouTube days mm. when he first started, and then like when he got signed, I was like, yes, Austin got signed, all this stuff, and then <laughs> just nothing seems to be working, but it's all good. It'll happen for him one day, hopefully. I hope so. So the next song, <laughs> track nine, is Because I Had You. Um, so I actually really liked the song. I have mm-hmm. a little star next to it. Um, but I said that it has a love yourself vibe. Justin Bieber? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the melody. I like the melody and he sounds good. But, yeah, I definitely, I think, like, in towards, like, the beginning, it had, like, a love yourself kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I said... Oh, this is yeah. I said, what does this? I said, what does the intro sound like? I said this whole song sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. So it's love yourself. I'll have to go back and listen to it with that thought in head. <coughs> my thought in my head. But I said the production in the chorus sound really nice, mm-hmm. and I love the harmony in the chorus. That's what I said about that because the whole time I was just like, what does this sound like? But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The next track, number ten, is called Queen. I said Not the Nicki Minaj album. I was that gonna got write that down. back <laughs> to August tenth, but that's all right. Um, Queen. I can also see this being a single. Um, and then I said that it was upbeat. And that's all I had to say about it because I really kind of didn't like it. That's okay. I said the build up in the pre-chorus is nice. I don't care for this one. I would have left this one off the album. I did not like mm. the song at all. Mm. And one of my favorite reaction YouTubers, who's a Super Shawn Mendes fan, said that this song was his favorite one, so I had kind of... You were betrayed? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just kind of expecting, like, oh, this must be like a really good song. Mm. And people were saying mm. it was a bop. I said, hmm, there's nothing about the song that I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, Sean, but not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Demi. So track number 11 is Youth featuring Khalid. I said that this song should not have been on the album. Because it doesn't fit. Because it doesn't fit. I said maybe a one-off single, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that the song should have been an album Sean said that this was the most important song on the album. Well, Sean, the fans say no. (laughs) Um, But I also said that it's very repetitive, so that's annoying. But I said that I like Khalid and Sean's voices and energy yes. together. I I do like it. I just feel like it doesn't fit on the album yeah, I said at it's all. It's the most important song on the album. Sorry. I wanted to write something, but it had to be about the feeling for us as a generation when a tragedy happens. So I wrote a song about our youth, a feeling that can't be taken away from us. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> But I, do, I know what you're meaning, like, it doesn't yeah. fit lyrically within the album. Mm-hmm. But I said, Khalid and Sean's voices sound so good together. Yeah, they do. And that's live and on the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the trading of verses and the trading of harmonies. Mm-hmm. I think they play that off very, very well. 
Um, I love the plucky guitars that are in the first verse before like the beat kicks in in the chorus and that that beat continues mm -hmm. throughout the so uh, the song. And I said it sounds like a call to arms, like the like they're like, yeah rallying the yeah. youth. And I said I'm so one hundred percent sure that some young adult movie will use this. Yes, yes, <laughs> will use yes. this in their film. That's funny. Like, when the battle scene's about to come on, like... You can't I take my youth away. I already see it. Get that money down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't take my youth away. But, yeah. And I think that, too, because it is repetitive and it's catching, it's, it's easy to mm -hmm. grasp onto. So, track number 12, Mutual. I don't like that word. Um, so I said, well, does he want me close? Because all he kept saying in the beginning is, I want you closer, I want you closer. Nick Jonas? Reference? Oh, I love that song. Should have done better. Mmm, that People song was slept on, on. People are sleeping on Nick Jonas, but that's okay. God, I wish I was sleeping on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. Um, but then I said, I can relate to this song, but from the girl's side... Um, and I was like, wow, it's like I'm living this. Wait, what's the girl side? So, Sean is singing, you keep, like, I oh, love you, I love yes, you, why yes, won't you give to, me? Oh, so, yes. it's like I'm on the You're girl side. Oh, gotcha, okay. I almost sent this to him. I was like, <laughs> how about you oh, no. listen to this? Think about oh, you. No. <laughs> I almost did, honestly. But I didn't. I decided to keep that clear. <laughs> no, be petty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just related it to it so much that I didn't write anything else. I was just like, hmm. It's like, wow. Wow, my life. It's like, Sean, are you writing about me? How nice. I know. <laughs> I said, uh, what did I say? I said, I like the story of making sure that both people are 100% about this and I take that in terms of a relationship and a friendship and really with almost anything because mm -hmm. it's not fun when you're giving a hundred percent to something mm -hmm. and the other person is not mm -hmm. it's just not it's draining it's exhausting mm -hmm. and just set the record straight like do you want to do this or do you not want to do this and then you know call it a keep it moving and then I really like the bridge Mm -hmm. to this song. I'm trying to remember. Let me look at the lyrics why I said that. Oh, yeah, because it's, it was the first bridge to me on the album that did something different from the rest of the song, and I like that. It got mm -hmm. my attention. Shout out to Charlie Poop. Charlie! Charlie! They're friends. They want to tour together, or they're going on to tour together. Oh. I don't remember. Okay. I might go see Shawn Mendes live. I don't know. But... Um, <laughs> So, track number 13 is Perfectly Wrong. Perfectly Wrong. <laughs> I said that I love the piano and the violins together. Like, the... Yeah, my first note is, ooh, a piano song. <laughs> and then I said that I can also relate to this song. And, he, and then I said he sang on this. Mm -hmm. He sang. That's all I said. Yeah, I said, ooh, piano song. I said his voice sounds very delicate and fragile in the oh, chorus. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which I really like. I think someone's remixing Delicate, but anyways. Um, I know. He's trying to get a hit. Okay. But um, <laughs> okay. I said, he sounds like he's about to cry in the pre-chorus. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm like, Sean, this emotion. Baby. 
And I said that, um, I said, I hear hints, Sean, that rasp in your voice in the bridge. I hear it, let it out. Mm-hmm. And I said then, then the dramatic sweep that that last chorus takes really adds to the building emotion of the song. Mm-hmm. And I do like that. A piano song. I, you play for me, run for me. What's funny is that, the ne- I'll say it the next song. The next song, track number 14, <laughs> When You're Ready. I also have a star next to the song. I really liked it. And I said, I said, oh, he raps too? And then... You rapped in the song? Kind of. Oh. <laughs> I said that it's a nice ending song. Um, a nice song to end with, like, on the album. Mm-hmm. And then I said, it, I'm glad it's not a single piano sad song. Because the last two albums, or Taylor Swift had a sad piano song. And oh, then Charlie Poof had a sad piano song. That Charlie Poof song, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, but then I said that Maybe it was... Maybe good, though. And then I said, super easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, super easy listening, very cute. I, I, I liked it. Are we doing Taylor Swift or are we doing Sean Mendes? I think I just liked because... <laughs> put a tally, but Jack Antonoff <gasps> played that piano in that song. That live piano. Anyways. Um, yeah, so this song I said... <laughs> Uh, this song I said, I said, Sean drinks a bit on this album, and he's mm. not of age. So does Camilla in the Havana music video, and it's like, the Havana music video. <laughs> but at least Camilla is in her 20s. But she's 21. Now? I don't know if she's 21 in the music video. Now she is, I guess. Um, yeah, it's like, Sean, I'm, I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. A little concerned, but I love how all the parts of this song just flow right into each other. Mm. Like it's like it just flows so simple. Like the structure is just on point mm-hmm. in this song, and I really like his voice in this song. And it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I, like I, the song I did like it because I also relate to it, and it reminds me of just lyrically. It reminds me of. Um, one by Ed Sheeran from his second album, Multiply, which that song holds such a special special place in my heart. Mm. And I love that song. I it's not my favorite Ed Sheeran song, but it's definitely up there for me. And it reminds me of that song, which is what I like it. Aww. I like it like... I like it like... Dun, 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 dun. So, Kaylee? Yeah! So guys, that was the last song on the album, track 14. There was a deluxe edition that had like an acoustic version of something and a live version of oh, something. Oh, yeah. But we don't care about <laughs> that, so we don't care. So, <coughs> what are your overall opinions? And what track do you think our audience should listen to? Um, so, I went to this thinking that it was going to be a little Charlie Puth. You did, and I said you're going to be surprised. Sure did. Um, I very much liked it. I thought that he sounded really, really good. I thought the songs were really, Wait, really good. Wait, for the record... I'm pretty sure this is the first album Kaylee has said that she's liked that we've listened to. Maybe on the podcast, because I did say I wasn't quite a fan of Taylor Swift's album, but it's, like, kind of good. Kind of. Like, I jammed to it. What? I'm sorry. No, Reputation's not good. I'm not even saying that. No, and not the whole album. Oh, okay. Just a few songs Select on song. it. Oh, no, no, no. There, no, I haven't said it to you on the podcast. There, she got some good ones on there, but um, the album itself, yeah. Yeah, maybe, perhaps. But you said, like, oh, I like this album. I did. Well, it was, it was good. It was a surprise. I mean, was it 
did he go from mini Ed Sheeran to mini Justin? Yes. Timberlake. Yes. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. sort of. But it was okay. I didn't complain. It was very, it was very surprisingly well done. Um... Hmm, I think I'm going to do the, the When You're Ready, I think. I think I really liked that one. So this is When You're Ready by Shawn Mendes on his self-titled album. Every single night, my arms are not around you. My mind's still wrapped around you. Baby, tell me when you're ready. I'm waiting. Baby, anytime you're ready, I'm waiting. Even ten years from Okay, so my overall opinions were Sean co-produced every song on this album, which is pretty impressive, mm. especially at 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And But I do wish that he explored a little more with his voice. I mean, the falsetto thing was nice, and it, but it definitely was like a cohesive thing mm-hmm. throughout the album. But I really wish that... Cause even that one song where it had that I think um, perfectly wrong yeah mm-hmm. had that like that rasp and I kind of wish we had more of that because even when he you know on the award show Billboard when he was singing in my blood you know his voice was cracking like I wish there was more of that mm-hmm. on the album like I think a little more emotion could have been there for me and the songs that kind of deserve that mm-hmm. but I do think he sang quite well it sounded really nice. Um, lyrically and melodically, I think he really stepped up his game from his last album because a lot of these songs are, like, legit. <laughs> and, and yeah, I said his falsetto is really nice and consistent throughout the album. And my uh, my favorite songs on this album were the top <laughs> five, I guess, because I got five of them mm-hmm. in no particular order is um, Nervous, When You're Ready, Like To Be You, Fallen All In You, and Youth. Those are my favorites on the album out of this current moment. Mm -hmm. And... uh, (sighs) Kaylee, yeah. So Kaylee played When You're Ready. I I would say I want to play Nervous, but that song kind of came out a little earlier, so people kind of had time to hear that one. And obviously people know Youth. Mm -hmm. And... uh, yeah, I'm gonna play Fallen All in You because that's the song that really made me feel something. So this is Fallen All in You by Shawn Mendes. Enough, but since you came along, I'm thinking, baby, you yeah, I'm bringing out a different kind of me. There's no safety not that's underneath. All right. So that was our album of the week, mm-hmm. Shawn Mendes, Shawn Mendes. I'm not too sure what this album cover is supposed to represent. I feel like... I need to watch an interview, maybe he's explained it. So I, when I was listening, I listened to it on YouTube. Thank God they had the whole album on there. And it was just that the album cover was, mm-hmm. was on the YouTube thing. And I was looking at it, like, the whole time, and I was like, maybe this is just him, like, coming out, being a, his self-debuted album, mm-hmm. like, or, I don't know. The face thing. This is this facing a trend because Ariana does that, in the video. Yeah, the No Tears Left to Cry video. Where I'm I like, is this a trend now? Am I missing something? Is this, 20, is this 2018 art? We all take our faces off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. Oh yeah. I, wow. 
I like lost my train of thought. But yeah, so let us know what you think about the album. Let us know what your favorite songs are. If you don't like some songs, if you would change anything about it. And if you know what the album cover represents, <laughs> let me know. Tweet me, Mr. McCaddy, because I really want to know. Because I just see a bunch of flowers growing out from half of his face. And I'm a little uncomfortable sometimes. Like, I wouldn't want to wake up and see this staring at me. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> okay, I just wouldn't want that. No. But yeah. But, oh, for actually, out of 10, what would you think it was out of 10? Uh-huh. I didn't write that. Just because I'm not like a huge Shawn Mendes fan. Mm-hmm. I guess like a. You're not, um, you're not in the Mendes army. So what are his uh, fans called? No, I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> um, Maybe like a six and a half, seven? Okay. Out of 10? Just because it's not my like style, style of music, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's good. Yeah, I'd probably give it, yeah, I'd probably give it, like, a 7. Mm-hmm. 7.5. And not, I would give it, like, a 9 for effort, though, for, like, oh, writing yeah. and co-producing and, and challenging himself to uh, get better. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'd probably give it, like, a, a 7.5 is what I would probably give it off of my initial kind of experience with it. So, yeah. So, like I said, let us know. And what Shawn Mendes song should we go out to? Oh, no, wait. I am so sorry. We are not going out to a Shawn Mendes song yet. I totally forgot about Don't Sleep on This Tracks, and I have a song that people need to hear. Oh, I was like... Whoa! Carefully forgot all about that, and I've been jamming to the song the last... I've been chained for days. I was almost out. Days. Shout out to Lau for putting out two new songs and his... Full project, I think this is mixtape, When I Met You at 18, is coming out soon, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to get it, but um, we're not talking about those songs that he just put out. Um, what we are talking about, though, is this new Echo Smith song, Oh, Over, Over My, My Head. Head. Mm-hmm. So, Echo Smith, right, you would know them from Cool Kids fame, I wish that cool I kids. could be like the cool kids, that song. I did like that song, and I like when Glee did it, of course. Shout out to Glee. But that I was never, like, super excited about that song. I heard over my head on the radio, not knowing who it was, mm-hmm. and I examined yes. it. Yes, And I said, what song is that? I like the song. And I said, Echo Smith. I said, Echo Smith? They have a new song? So, oh, sorry. No, no, and I've just been playing it. I added it to our Rex Thunder playlist uh, when we're at the gym, and it goes, uh, it sounds so nice in the big speakers, and woo! But yeah, what were you saying? Um, I, we were leaving the mall, the second mall on Sunday, or we were going to, it was Sunday, and it came on their radio station. Their radio station is amazing. At the mall? No, no, no. In the in Maryland, oh. like in the car. Oh, yeah. It plays everything. Oh, it really? plays like 90s and current. It's oh, like nice. it's like 103. I'm sorry. It's like um 101.3 to WD and <laughs> and 100.5 had a baby. Oh, it was really nice. But I heard it on that. Mm-hmm. And I had my navigation system on and I was like Jamming, right? It's like, who is this? Right. And I click, like, and this? I go, Echo Smith, and yeah. Matt, and I say reaction. He was, and Matt was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, don't be a hater. Like, yeah, but this song is so good. I love the chorus. It's insanely catchy. I'm uh, this got me excited for their new album that's coming out hopefully sometime this summer because 
If they have more songs that sound like this, I am for it. And yeah, so check out Over My Head by Echo Smith. Over my head, yeah, over my head, yeah, it's so over my That's the only Don't Sleep on this track that it's a good one, though. I have. It is a fantastic one. But, you have one, Kaylee? That maybe would have been it. Oh, yeah. Just because I just discovered it, and I listened to it, like, by myself, I think, once. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think so. But, like I said, that was a good one. Great. So, <laughs> what Shawn Mendes song? Should take us home. Hmm. <laughs> why don't you? I mean, why don't you just do youth since you like youth? Or we can do youth because I had you. So that's the only other song I like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can do youth. Okay. That that sounds like a good. Give though. Khalid some love. Yeah, Khalid. Normani. All right. Um, <laughs> so thank you guys once again for listening. Thank you so much. Check out our other episodes. If you have not, share with a friend. Tell them that Pop Talk Podcast is so cool <laughs> and they're so awesome and they talk about such great music and that you should listen to them and become fans as well. Thank you guys again so much. And until next time, this is Youth by Shawn Mendes featuring Khalid. Bye. You can't take my youth away Soul and mind will never pay As long as I wake up today You can't take my youth away You can't take my youth away Soul and mind will never pay As long as I wake up